This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Before we get to our topic today, we're talking about motivational speaking and what's happening in the motivational speaking world. What's the trend? Where is it going? It's not good news if you are a motivational speaker, let's put it that way, but we'll talk about that in more detail. But before I get to that, I wanted to get to another feature we have, and it's I can't believe I saw that on social media. And this is something I will see from time to time. It's offers for different courses for speaking, and there are a lot of great ones out there. This is one that I scratch my head and I say, I don't know if this is a good course or not. I certainly question it based on the value and based on the content I'm not going to go into too much detail about the content. It's very introductory content for what it's claiming to be of value for. So here's the course title, Public Speaking One Day Dual Certificate Training. And this is the uh, subheading, Be a Public Speaker and a Motivational Speaker. That's a lot to try and cram into one day. I don't care who you are. It's a lot of material to try and cover in one day. By the way, There are 27 components listed in this one-day event. 27. That would mean if you are at a full-day event, let's say it's eight hours, factoring in a lunch break that's going to be at least an hour, seven hours, not including like coffee and tea breaks and stuff like that, you're looking at seven hours of content. And in seven hours, how are you going to manage 27 components? That's less than 20 minutes per component, including overcoming speaking anxiety. There are a number of different components, and some of them more in-depth than others. Anyways, one day certainly is not long enough to cover 27 components related to speaking. And also, I question the price point. The price point to become, to have a dual certificate, As a public speaker and a motivational speaker, which should be giving you all the marketing you need to go out there and hang out your shingle and say, hey, I'm a speaker, hire me, is $47. So that's a red flag right there. I'm not saying don't take this course, and I'm not going to say where the course is because I don't want to diminish the credibility of the institution, but certainly if you see courses like that, I'm not saying run away, but certainly... Do a lot of digging before you invest, even if it's only $47, because I'll tell you right now, in order to be a professional speaker, it takes a lot more than just a day. And yeah, there probably are 27 components or more to cover that take weeks, if not months, if not years even, of training and preparing for. And then there's the price point. I can honestly say, as a professional speaker, I have spent over $10,000 for training and development for my business, everything from speaking and marketing, to try and do that in a day for $47 just doesn't seem very realistic. Which leads me to what I wanted to talk about today, because one of the things they promised in a day is that you could be a motivational speaker. The world of motivational speaking is changing a lot. A lot of the people who we attune to being motivational speakers are the likes of Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, John Assaraf. They are still known in the guru world as people that have they've made it, they've made their mark, and they are definitely in that legacy status. Here's the thing about motivational speaking, though. 
people are less and less moved by motivational speaking and motivational speakers because people can find motivation anywhere. We can find motivation from our colleagues, from our friends, from different things we see on YouTube or social media. And this is a trend that people who attend events where there's a motivational speaker on the stage, they're looking for something that maybe in the past they haven't been fully attuned to, and that's their return on investment. If you're spending several thousand dollars or even several hundred dollars to attend an event only to have a speaker dangle a carrot or an offer at the end, you want to make sure that whatever it is that you've invested in, you're getting that return on your investment. Generations today, and I say generations today because it's more than just millennials. There are Gen Xers, there are even baby boomers. When they go to events, they want not only the return on their investment, but they want a transformation. And they're also looking for an engaging presentation. They don't want to be put to sleep by somebody that just wants to stand on stage and spew out a whole bunch of information about how their life has changed. Stories are great, by the way. I'll come back to that in a minute. But it's less about just being a motivational speaker. Here's what I'm going to suggest you do. If you are currently a motivational speaker, pick one or two things or pick one or two audiences who you think would take interest to your professional content. And I say professional content because before you're a speaker, you are a something else. So even though I'm a speaker, I'm also a speaker trainer. I also have a background as a broadcaster, and because of that, I have a little bit of a background in marketing. So there are a number of different stories that I can relate as far as marketing, as far as broadcasting. So I can bring those to the table. What is it that you do? If you are, for example, if you're a massage therapist and you want to hang out your shingle as a motivational speaker, I would say don't do that, but hang out your shingle as an individual who can speak about massage therapy or can speak about better health and how massage can help you get there. So find those markets, find those topics as well. It'll be easier for you to move away from being a motivational speaker If you think about your expertise and how that's going to benefit the audience, because again, audiences are shifting in what they want. They want the ROI, the return on their investment. They want a transformation. They're coming to you with some sort of a problem or they are there because they want some life-changing thing to happen, but they want you to speak it in an engaging fashion. So make sure you are thinking in those terms if you are toying with the idea of just being a motivational speaker. Here's what's going to get you booked as a speaker, though. Let me share these five things with you. I've already alluded to one of them. Be an expert who speaks, not an expert speaker. I am an expert who speaks about speaking. But if that was not my expertise, I could be an expert who speaks about gardening, if I was an expert gardener. I could be an expert who speaks about auto mechanics. I could be an expert who speaks about finance. I could be an expert who speaks about marketing, any of those things. So what is your area of expertise? And if you're not quite sure what it is, if you haven't figured it out yet, look at what your gifts are. What is your DNA? What is your distinct natural attribute or your distinct natural talent that you can do without effort? That's what people want. People want to hear your expertise and your experience. Number two, share stories and not complicated data. Again, it's all about being engaging and entertaining. And you'll hit the mark every time if you can share with stories, especially if they are stories that show how you have gone from being in that place of, maybe not that place of success to where you are now, to being in a place where you can say, hey, this is what I used to be and this is who I am today. That's what people will want 
to see. And that's what people will, that's what will attract you to other people is that realism, that sense of authenticity from your story. Number three, build a relationship and don't sell a product. And I know when I say that, a lot of people go, wait a minute, isn't just giving the massage therapy example again, isn't massage therapy a product? Absolutely it is. But but you're not standing on stage saying, hey, I'm a massage therapist and I'm going to show you how we do massage and why we do massage and why it's good for you. And here's a table and here's how we're going to do it. That's typically not what happens. But if you talked about wellness, if you talked about some of the benefits, if you talked about the features, if you, that's what people are going to buy. They're not going to buy the product because it's a product. They're going to buy a product because you have built a relationship with them. They're going to buy a product because you have positioned yourself as an expert as well. But if you're just selling a product, anyone can sell that product. Think of your competition. If they just got on stage and sold a product, but you sold the benefits and the features and why you, you're going to get most of the sales every single time. Maybe not all of them, but you'll get a good chunk of them because you have sold based on the human experience and the human interaction. Number four, speak to your experience. This has come up a few times already today. Speak to your experience, not topics that you don't know about. Some people will say, well, I'm an expert in this area, but I want to talk about this. So I've heard people do that. I've, I've heard people get on stage and say, well, I'm an expert in, for example, I'm an expert speaker, but I want to tell you how to transform your life. Well, unless it's transforming your life through speaking, it's not you're not going to be positioning yourself in that expert role. Remember, you want to be the expert who speaks, not the expert speaker. There is a difference. And make sure you know the difference. So if you're speaking to your experience, it's it's very easy because you already know your experience. You are the expert already, hence the word experience. But if you're standing up there spitballing about something you don't know about, and I've and I, as I said, I've heard people do this. I've heard people say, well, here's my expertise, but I want to talk about something completely different. You will attract more people based on your passion and based on your experience. So keep that in mind, your passion and your experience. If you are not giving a talk based on your experience, give it based on your passion. But still, your passion, to a certain degree stems from experience. I know people who are passionate about gardening, and I gave that example again about gardening. People who are passionate about it, which means they have some experience in it. It's okay to talk about it then. You might not be the expert, but you do have the passion behind you that you can pass along to the audience. Remember, every time you are on the stage, the audience, regardless of whether you are positioning yourself this way, the audience is positioning you as an expert. And if you're not coming across as an expert, the audience will know and they will disconnect. They will unplug mentally or they will get up and leave. Audiences are doing that more and more. People aren't standing by the door saying you can't leave during this talk. Audiences are getting up and leaving in the middle of presentation. So make sure you hit the mark every time. And finally, number five, If you want to get booked as a speaker, real testimonials from real clients. If you've never spoken before and this is your first time, that's a little different. But you still have some experience in your field that you can pull on. So use that experience. But if you have experience as a speaker, you should have real testimonials from clients that you have spoken to before. I have probably, oh, upwards of 100 or more on my site, as well as companies that have hired me 
to be a speaker. Those are all very beneficial and they position you in that expert role. So if you want to get booked as a speaker, again, the top five things, be an expert who speaks, not an expert speaker. Share stories, not complicated data. Be real. And build a relationship. Don't sell a product. Connect with emotion, not some physical thing that you want to sell people. Speak to your experience, not topics that you just happen to want to share about. Speak to your experience. And real testimonials from real clients will make you real and it will continue to position you in that expert role. So I hope this has been helpful today in how to move beyond being a motivational speaker and moving into being an authentic speaker and a speaker who is ready to do it up in the speaking world of 2019. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichards72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 